Boy, you've heard many messages probably preached out of this passage of Scripture, and so have I. Yet several weeks ago, I was reading through or in this passage of Scripture and noticed something that is, uh, I think, that a lot of times is overlooked in this set of verses, and maybe the Lord will help us this morning maybe to slow down just for a moment and ground ourselves in uh, to the thoughts of the verses that I'll read. Uh, Look at verse number 37. David is talking to Saul. Verse 37, David said, Moreover, the Lord hath delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear. He will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. And Saul armed David with his armor and put an helmet of brass upon his head. Also, he armed him with a coat of mail. And David girded his sword upon his armor, and he essayed to go, for he had not proved it. And David said unto Saul, I, I cannot go with these, for I have not proved them. And David put them off him, and he took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had, even in a script, and his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistines. I want you to notice, look verse number 48. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone and slang it and smote the Philistine in his forehead that the stone sunk into his forehead and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone and smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of the sheath thereof and slew him and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. We read this passage of Scripture and many of you have read it multiple times and heard thoughts about it and messages about it, and so have I. I'm intrigued by something that is so interwoven in these verses that we read it and, and, and just read through them sometimes because we've read it so many times that Sometimes I believe that we forget. I want to draw our attention to something that made this whole story so that it worked. We understand that obviously the power of God was resting upon David to even do what he did. There's no question about that whatsoever. But I I thought one day, Sister Emily, I, I I began to think about this story And we see a young man that runs out to a Philistine with a sling and a stone and and slings it and kills this giant. 
and we talk about it. And I began to think one day, I thought, where did the sling and the stones come from? Now, we know that they came from a brook. I understand that. But the sling he already had. And I, I began to think, and I want to preach on this subject this morning, don't forget the sling and the stone. May, may I tell you this before we get into the message this morning? On the way to see his brothers and to feed, uh, the, take the cheese and what his daddy had sent, he did not stop by a hardware store on the way and say, hey, I'd like to buy a sling today. Matter of fact, based on what we know of the story, he had no idea that he would wind that day down by fighting a giant with a sling. But you can't deny the fact that he already had a sling before he ever got there. And I began to think in my life about the battles that I have faced in my life and the things that God had already prepared in my life before I ever got there, before I ever saw the giant, before I ever stepped in the valley, before I ever heard him scream. God had already placed a sling in my life before I ever got there there. And I think sometimes in our life, we fail to understand chapel times and revival time and preaching services that God prepares our slings for a battle that we don't even know is about to happen. Man, I was reading, I just got a four or five points. I want to, I want to say this. Number one, this sling was a provision from the past. I, I thought about this important weapon and I began to ask myself the question. And I want you to, I want you to reminisce in your mind this morning the things that God has done in your life. And I want you to roll back in your mind and begin to look and how God put things, I, I began to ask, this is, I, I, I'm just, I'm gonna think like I think, okay? I, I asked myself the question, I wonder where he got his first sling from. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure as, as much as I'm standing here this morning that the sling that he used to kill the giant was not the first sling that he had ever gotten. I'm telling you, I, I, I get to thinking, I, 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 we got to understand, we don't live there today, so our minds don't think like this. But in their day, everything was about survival. So as a young man, just like a young boy will get a BB gun when he's small, a lot of times young men, I know when I was a kid, I, I got a BB gun. And I remember shooting at gun and I learned to use iron sights as a kid. You don't know, don't know guns, you wouldn't know what I'm talking about. But I, when I was a kid, let me tell you something. A bird didn't have a chance if I had my baby gun. I remember one time years down the road when I, I got to be a teenager, I went to a family reunion and they were shooting this high-powered rifle. It was hilarious. These guys had all kinds of money and all kinds of ammunition, and they were shooting. 
and there was a squirrel in a tree. I mean, they got a gun with all these bullets and they could, and I mean, they're shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting. And I'm just, you know, the old country boy that don't know nothing. I'm just standing watching these guys with plenty of money just shoot all kinds of rounds. And finally, after they got done shooting every which way because they couldn't shoot the squirrel, I said, could I, could I try it? They said, yeah. And I, I'll never forget it. I picked the gun up, first shot. There comes the squirrel to the bottom. And they were like, oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing that they didn't understand. That wasn't the first time I'd ever picked up a gun and shot one at Ironside. I learned it when I was a little kid. I, I thought about David. I, I thought about maybe while he was young, his daddy got him the first sling. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. I mean, he had enough trust in David to take care of his sheep. He had enough trust in David to send him down to the battle. He had enough trust. I'm saying this morning, I wondered this morning where things that are principles in your life that God has given to you and you fail to even remember where the sling came from. There's not many days in my life that I am not reminded of different things that as a young man that my dad placed in my life that I never knew as a young man that I would need. I thought this, you older people will understand. When I was a kid, when I was 12, 13, I thought my dad was the dumbest man that ever walked. I mean, he knew everything about everything. But I knew more than everything about everything. When I turned 20, 21, man, I knew this guy's completely lost it. I got about 28 and I got to thinking, you know what, he, he wasn't as dumb as I thought he was. I'm 49 and now I think I'm dumb. <laughs> Why? I'm telling you this morning, listen to me very well. I'm not, I'm not trying to run and gun this morning. I'm trying to let you, let your mind begin to think of the things that God has placed in your life because one day you're going to stand in a battle like you've never... Matter of fact, here's what the Bible said. He said, remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. You know what he said? While the evil days come not. Here's what he's saying. You better get your sling. You better get your sling. You better use your sling. You better figure it out. You, hey, those things that are placed in your life are not a waste. It is not a wasted message. It is a message is trying to help you. I say, don't forget the sling in your life. I guarantee you this morning, if we had time to take a microphone to the older ones in this building that has served God for any length of time, they would be the first to stand up and say, hey, this is how it started in my life. This is what God began to develop in my life. And these are the problems and the trials that I've gone through. But because God prepared me, I said, don't forget the sling this morning. Can I say this number two? Not only the provisions of the past, but the precepts from the past. Can I tell you, there was only one way to use a sling. David was taught how to use a sling. 
There wasn't 40 different ways to use a sling. And may I say this this morning, I, I hear this all the time. Pastor, you just don't understand what I'm going through. Let me tell you something this morning. I don't understand what you've go, you're going through, but I've got a Bible that does. And that Bible, the same way it whipped giants for David, is the same that it whipped giants this morning. And you know, well, preacher, you don't know what I'm addicted to. You don't know what I've been looking at on my phone, and I just can't seem to break it. Let me tell you, there's a precept of the Word of God that will work no matter if it was 40 years ago or it's 40 years down the line. Every person and battles and the precepts of the sling are the same. Man, I'm telling you, I know 2022 is terrible. I know the battle is terrible. I know wickedness is prevailing. But if you'll go in your Bible, you'll find there was a lot of time that wickedness prevailed. But the precepts of the word of God always worked. I thought about, I just want to read a few verses. David said this, make me to understand the way of thy precepts. So I shall talk of thy wondrous work. I like this one, Psalm 119, 87. They had almost consumed me upon the earth, but I forsook not thy precepts. Here's what he said. He said it was almost over. I, I'm telling you, it was almost over. And while I was backed in the corner and I didn't know what to do, what I did is I reverted back to the precept that I'd been taught and God helped me to win. I hear this all the time. Preacher, you don't understand. Preacher, we're in 2022. Preacher this, preacher that. Yeah, we've got a Bible. We've got a Bible. Some of us take for granted. And may I say this, even adults sometimes take for granted. The rules, the laws that God gave us so that when temptation, young man, comes in your life, can I tell you whether you believe this or not? How old are you? How? Huh? 16. I'm 49. Can I tell you, no matter what battle you get in or I get in, the same precepts work for both of us. It has never changed. It is what God, hey, listen, I'm just saying, don't forget the sling in your life. Man. Think about these precepts. Psalm 119, 110 said, the wicked have laid a snare for me. Is that amazing? It's a trap. Back in the old days, before there was a TV or internet, before there was ever pornography like we know it today, you know what David said? They laid a snare for me. They tried to trap me. Here's what he said. Yet I erred not from thy precepts. You know how David killed Goliath? Let me tell you how. When he got there to sling the stone, he did it like he had done it when he slung it at the bird. 
He slung it like he did when he slung it at that wild animal that came to his. I'm telling you, it was the same way. It does not change. Listen, God don't have a special way for you and a special way for me. He's got one special way and it always works. Don't forget the sling. Don't forget the sling. We, let, we read the story. It's so wonderful. The story of killing the Goliath. And we forget the sling. Yeah. I thought about this number three. This is where it gets to our level. Don't forget the sling. You know how he killed the giant? He didn't get down there in the bottom, Brother Adrian, and say, Hey, man. I just picked this thing up this afternoon. If you don't mind, just stand there for a minute. I'm going to roll this thing up and take a few shots and see if my aim's right. And the Goliath said, no problem, young man. Where do you want me to stand? No. He didn't get down in the bottom and say, oh, let me stop by the tree. Let me, let me put a target up here. Let me see if I can hit the target. Oh no. You know how he killed Goliath? And this is something you, you young men, young ladies better listen to me. Y'all are getting to be teenagers. It won't be long. You'll be, hey, listen, you think today you got four more years in school. Some of you don't have, it'll seem like one year, just a few days. You know how, you know how he killed Goliath? It was practice from the past. It wasn't, hey, it wasn't that day that he got on the battlefield and said, oh, oh God, pornography's, pornography's killing me. I'm gonna see if I can tell you. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm telling you before he ever got there. I, you say, preacher, I, 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 you don't understand the battle I'm in. I'm telling you, you don't understand the practice you need to be having in your life. Because you don't know when the giant's coming. David had no idea when he got there. He just thought he was catering that day. And he wound up, wound up being the man that went to the fight. I thought about this practice. This is a big deal. I, I don't think sometimes we understand when we read our Bible. This is not fictitious stories. This is real life. Matter of fact, here's what the Bible said in the book of Judges 2016. Among all this people, there were 700 chosen men left-handed. Everyone could sling stones at an hair breath and not miss. That's what God put in his Bible to let us understand how important it was for them to use a sling. They didn't just get out one day and go, whoop-poo. Man, he hit the target, first shot. Something about the sling. Oh, no. Those men that were warriors that could hit so well had practiced over and over. You know why we say read your Bible every day, every day, every day, every day. Here's why. You may not need everything you read today. You may not need everything you read tomorrow. But there's going to come a day in your life that the things that you practice over and over and over again will be what rescues you from a giant in your life. He practiced. He knew where stones were. He didn't get up there and say, 
man, I forgot my phone. I need to call pastor. There's nothing wrong with getting a preacher to help you or someone to help you. But can I tell you something? There's going to be times when pastor's not going to be around. There's going to be times when mom and dad's not going to be around. There's going to be time when your spiritual leader is not going to be around. You're not going to be able to speed dial them at that time. It's just going to be you and a giant. I said, don't forget to sling. He's headed out there to see him. I, I, y'all just have to stay with me for a minute. This is what I believe. I believe that while he was headed to go get the giant and he bowed down in that stream to get those stones. There's a lot of reminiscing on why he got five smooth stones. I have no idea. So if you're looking for some great theological explanation, I don't know. I, I just know he got five. But here's what I do believe. I do believe, ma'am, when he bent down in that water and started picking them up, I believe when he put those things in his hands, I believe he said, man, I don't know that I've ever picked up a stone this perfect before. Bible said he chose him out. And I tell you what I believe about our God that we serve this morning. When you and I are doing what we're supposed to do, when battles come in our life, God put, I don't know if you've ever been here before, but I've been here so many times I can't even tell you. I remember, I, I probably told this story, but it works here. I went to church one Wednesday night. I don't remember what the problem was. And I remember telling the Lord when I, before I ever got there, I said, God, I really need you to help me. I, I need you to help me tonight. I'll never forget it. My dad pastored at that time and he started he said, he said, turn to Malachi. And we went over to the verses that talk about tithing. I still remember it like it was yesterday. I said to God, I was on the third row. I said, God, I ask you to help me tonight. I tithe. I don't need help in tithing, but God, I need you. That's it. I just had a conversation. With God. I don't think there's anything wrong with having conversations with God. I probably didn't have the right attitude. I don't say I did, but I was pretty desperate. I remember dad preaching on tithing. I mean, just preaching away on tithing. I'm about half upset because I, in the middle of that message, God let dad begin to say something in the middle of that message. And the Holy Ghost of God, Brother Bernard, just, I'm talking about sat down on the third row with me and I mean began to fellowship with me and began to help me. And I'm telling you, I'll never forget it. It was a lesson that I learned in a battle I was facing. And I said, how in the world in the middle of a tithing message that the God of heaven has something that he wants to try to help me. I'm telling you, I, don't forget the sling in your life. I remember, I remember we got to the invitation time and I'm standing there. God said, you'll go to the altar? I said, God, if I go to the altar 
everybody's going to think that I ain't been tithing. I'll never forget it. Boy, God does things for us. I said, the Holy Spirit said, I thought you asked me to help you tonight. I said, you did. And I stepped out of my pew and I said, I don't care what anybody thinks. What I'm telling you is God let me go by a brook and pick up a smooth stone. It was exactly what I didn't know that it was there. Matter of fact, when I saw, if you can understand it, when I saw the creek and when I saw the stream that dad started out of at Malachi, I, I said, ain't no rocks in here for me. Yet the God of heaven in his love and his care, he provides, I'm telling you, we forget the sling and the stones in the story. This wouldn't even be a story if it didn't have a sling and a stone. The practice from the past. I thought about this. Psalm 1834 said this. This is what David said. I love it. He said, he teacheth my hands to war. He's talking about God. You know why he could quote that verse? I'll tell you why. Because he remembered a day in his life where all he had was a sling and a bag and they had put all this armor on him and they had tried to make him so that he could be a warrior and he finally stopped and said, I got to take this off. I don't even know how to use it. I can hear people standing there while they're watching this happen, saying, boy, you don't have a chance without an armor. I understand the Bible talks about putting on the whole armor of God, but I'm preaching here. And this passage of scripture is teaching us that man's ways are not our ways. Because man's ways said, put this on, put this sword on. He got all that stuff on and he said, I never practiced with this. And he took it off. Can you imagine? Can you imagine, Sister Emily? Here all these soldiers are standing around. And he says, I never practiced with this. Could you hand me the sling? I can hear one of them say, what are you going to do with that? Can I tell you what maybe David said? I'll tell you what I'm going to do with that. The same thing I've always done with it. I've heard a lot of stories about the sword and all, but I never used it before. But I want y'all to understand. You see that sling right there? My daddy taught me how to use that thing. And I, I'm not saying today I may not lose, but I'm going to tell you this. Every time I've ever slung it, I ain't never lost. I said, don't forget the sling and the stone. You know, sometimes we fail as you get older. Young people, listen to me. As you get older, you recognize the value. You, you recognize the value of what God puts people and preachers and teachers in your life to put things in your life so when you get to the battle... You pull the sling up in your life. Oh, this thing is going to work. Hey, while you're a kid, it's just a toy. While you're a kid, you look at it, you sling around with it, you play. Hey, but when you get old as I am, I'm telling you, it's a, it's a real battlefield. What's that song say? It's a battlefield, brother. 
Not, not a recreation room. It's a fight and not a game. While you're young sometimes, you fail to even understand the battle you're going to go in. That's why you find yourself sometimes sleeping in church. Because you fail to see the value. Notice this. Don't forget the slinging the stones. They're important. You know why David used it? Because of the predicaments of the past. May I say this? I started this way and I'm ending this way. This is not the first time that he's gathered those two pieces of leather and run down in this bottom to use it. Oh, no. Before he ever got here, he has already proven them. That's what he said. He said, I've already proven them. Here's what he said. I done shot this thing. I done slang this thing. I know that this word, I have proved it. Oh, God help us this morning. That's why I think it's so important. Even in my life, when I testify, when I preach, I try to tell stories of what God has done in my life. You mean tell why? So that some of you young people grasp it and say, maybe that could happen to me. I'm where I am today and part of it is over men of God that talked about what God had done in their life and I sat there as a young boy and said, boy, I'd like to see that happen in my life. I even said many a time, man, that will never happen to me. I hear stories of missionaries and they talk about what God does in their life and I say to myself, man, I wish that would happen to me. I still remember a story when I was a kid of a man that started a church out west in a very, very rich area. He didn't know any better. He just felt like God wanted him to build a church. And he started building this church and God started blessing it. They wanted to buy land to build the building. But the land was so astronomical. It was like a tourist area or something. It was so it was so expensive that it was absolutely unattainable by them. I don't know what happened in a chain of events, but a man called the preacher one day. He said, meet me at my office. He met him at his office and this guy, when he got there, the secretary said he's on the phone right now. He said to walk up the path up here I don't remember the whole story and how all it worked, but I do remember this. He was standing there all alone. And that very wealthy man walked up on top of that, that, that hill with him. And he said, hey, what do you think about putting a church right there? He said, God has blessed me or something. I'm the wealthiest man here. Whatever piece of property you need for a church, I'm going to give it to you. So you have, hey, listen, I still remember that story when I was a kid. And I thought, Boy, that'd be awesome. You know what God was doing? He was saying, don't forget to sling, son. You know what God taught me young? He taught me how to give. It was little stones. My wife pulled some records the other day from back in the early middle, early 90s, somewhere back in there, 
of my tithing record and my giving. Brother Adriel, and back then I was given all I could do. But I didn't know that God was teaching me to practice giving back there. And my giving today is so much more. I'm not bragging on me, please. I'm not bragging on me. I'm just telling you, don't forget the sling. I'm telling you, it got me here. That's what David said. I, I, the sword didn't get me here. Saul didn't get me here. None of y'all got me here. I'm fixing to go down the bottom and I'm going to take with me what got me here. The sling is what got me here and it will deliver me when I get down in the bottom with God. I'm not forgetting God in this story. But I want us to understand God uses things in our lives to be able to defeat giants, whatever it is. There are times at night you may, when you're just all alone, just you and God, you'll be broken about things in your life that are not what they're supposed to be. Might be how you treat your parents. May I say this, this is a big deal. You'll never defeat giants in your life if you don't learn how to treat your mom and dad or your grandparents or whoever God has you with. Mark that down. And while God deals with you about your attitude and about authority in your life, let me tell you what he's doing. He's letting you practice with a sling. Hey, I, I, listen, I remember when I was 13. I was rebellious just like some of you boys are. Did he tell me something to do? I didn't want to do it. And then as I began to try to live my Christian life, I started getting so convicted I can remember going to my dad and saying, Dad, I'm sorry I said that. It was bothering me. You know what I was doing? Slinging little rocks. Slinging little rocks. And see, I, I was trying to get better at it. I remember one time I told Daddy, I said, you know, I, I just ain't where I need to be. And I, I'm, not, I'm just not doing right. And I said, I may have to tell you I'm sorry every day, but I'm trying. I didn't realize I was... I said, don't forget the sling. I don't know where you're at this morning. If I knew, but the Holy Ghost knows where you're at. He know, you know what I'm talking about in your life. God's teaching you. The predicaments. Boy, those difficult times. Those trying situations. Brother Stacy told me this some time ago. Big boys always make you second guess. Your weapon. He said, you ought to write that down. I did. I put it in my notes. Listen to me, young ladies. Big boys will always, they'll say, you ain't got to listen to what that preacher said. Me and you can go off, just me and you, and nobody else got to be around. You don't have to tell nobody. Y'all think I'm crazy. You say, you're in a Christian school. Let me tell you something. I went to a Christian school. Big boys will say, Oh, Brother Adriel, he's wrong. You can pit and hold hands and it ain't going to bother you. A lot of adults even say that. Those same adults has got scars in their lives and I don't understand that. 
Instead of them saying, preacher, say it again. Preacher, say it again. There's a reason why adultery and fornication and sodomy is so rampant in our country, whether you realize this or not. I'll tell you why. Because we took a back seat to all that. And you got a preacher that's saying, listen, if you're going to ever win battles, this is what you got to do. And it'll be in those difficult times, young ladies, when that boy, he's saying, baby, it, it, it's, listen, you don't have to tell nobody. Or that person sends you a message, you don't have to tell nobody about this. And God is saying, get your sling out. Abigail said this about David when he got to be an older man. In 1 Samuel 25, Abigail said, you remember, she was the wife of Nabal. Remember, here's what she said. She said, yet a man has risen to pursue thee and to seek thy soul. Talking about David. But the soul of my Lord shall be bound in the bundle of life with the Lord thy God. Listen to this. And the souls of thine enemies... Them shall he sling out as out of the middle of a sling. And I read that. I got so convicted. He's, the, he's gotten older now. He's a man. Abigail don't know all about David. But she knows one thing about David. No matter how old you get, David, you're never going to forget to sling God tell you this, in the years that God has allowed me to be in a ministry, I can sit down with you and I can tell you sometimes where the battle was overwhelmingly in the enemy's favor. And all I had was sling. And God. And you're like, all right, that's the best I got. And you slung that thing. Here's, here's how it ends. Here's how the story ends. Maybe, maybe you think that David pulled his robe back and there was a big S. He turned around, waved at everybody. I'll tell you what David did. Now I'm going to tell you what has helped me in my life. When he got back to camp, Brother Adrian, I, here, I, I can see him. He's just a young guy. He sits down with a group of guys and they're saying, how'd you do it? He said, this is the most unbelievable story, boys, I've ever told you before. He said, but I will tell you this. This is a part of the story that only Saul and a few of his guys even knew. I didn't get time to tell y'all because all this stuff happened so fast. Before I ever got here, there's a bear that came. And I'll tell you what God did. God, through his power, helped me whip a bear and a lion. And I thought when I looked down yonder in the bottom, that if God had helped me whip the bear and a lion, I could probably sling a rock up in that joker's head and I could get him. And I'm, I'm telling you guys, I had no idea. I hit him the first time. The first time. They said, how'd you do that? I couldn't miss 
every time I've always thrown, I was always throwing at little trees down in the bottom. And when I got there, that rascal was big. It was a big target. And I slung it, hit it right in the head. I can hear him tell the story. I'm asking you the question this morning. Or maybe I'm admonishing you this morning. Don't forget the sling and the stone. I don't need that, preacher. I'm okay. My mama's this and my daddy's this. My preacher's this. Thank God for every one of them. But if you have not, you're going to get in a predicament. You'll get in a place. And you're not going to know how to even handle it. And it'll be that sling. That sling that you've got. And God will use it and say, I write notes all in my Bible. I've done it for years and years. I've got, I don't know how many Bibles with notes written in them. You wouldn't believe this. When I wrote some of those notes down, I thought they were good notes, Brother Adriel. But the older I get sometimes, I'll open my Bible to a particular passage of Scripture and there'll be a note that, and I'll say, oh my, I forgot, I forgot that I, that I had it. And boy, all of a sudden, you, you, listen, I'm trying to help you this morning. Deep down inside, I'll get to rolling in the air. And you'll get to remembering about what God did for you at that place in your life and that time. And it'll give you strength to pick it up again and say, I'm going to try it one more time. Don't forget the sling. In a stone. Help us, Lord, this morning. Thank you for the Word of God. Sometimes we take our parents, we take the Bible, we take prayer for granted. We take those things that got us here for granted. God, there are going to be bears and lions and giants that are coming in our lives eventually. God, help us not to forget the sling. God, thank you for those that helped me get the first sling I ever got. God, thank you for every preacher that taught me how to load it. Thank you, Lord, for every giant that you've allowed me to kill. I pray for one young teenage girl here this morning or one teenage boy, young boy, young lady. Having a difficulty in their life. Nobody knows it but them and God. God, help them to draw back the sling, defeat that giant that's killing them this morning. In Jesus' name, amen.